Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I, cho I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office! There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk rock show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Hi, everybody. I'm Nate. I'm Mike. This is Mike. I'm on the mic. And together, we're the High Fives Podcast. And it's episode 20. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How are you? I'm good. You? Good. Episode 20. It's uh, it's all about movie references. Yeah. Right? This was this was your idea. Yeah, I had, I had fun with this one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I started out feeling like it was a big, big challenge. And uh, then it started to get a little bit easier. Yeah, I think it's a challenge in that probably things don't fly off the top of your head. Like you can't be like, "Oh, that's that." So you have to actually like think a little bit. Yeah, and but but there's I don't really like thinking. No, who who likes thinking? Especially on something that doesn't pay us any money or doesn't level my level up my. Uh, I'm getting paid. My status. Oh, <laughs> you're getting paid. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, it started out as a bit of a challenge. I realized very early on why you picked this, though, because. Uh, I had to resort to the Google very early on in my search. It's sometimes what I do just to, you know, help me browse through my own catalog a little bit. And I would say in the first two pages of Google, uh, in looking for punk movie reference, referenced songs, I'd say the first two pages are probably full of Misfits and The Clash. Oh, right. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Your two favorite bands? No, Misfits are my favorite band, but I like them. One of. One of them. Yeah. So are there Misfits and Clash songs on your list? Neither. What? I didn't I didn't do it. I thought it'd be too easy. Wow. I did think you about it. You thought it'd be too easy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I that, was right. That's you, leveling it up for the fans. Because you went that and way. And that's a big fuck you to Nate right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the reason why you did it. No. No, no, no. I just think it's a fun one. There's a lot it of, is a fun one. There's a lot of... A lot of Especially in punk, there's a lot of movie references and stuff. And like just even like one-liners in songs. Yeah. Well, and I think that's another kind of thing about punk rock that's I, I think that makes it easy to identify with is that pop cultured reference, right? Like most things within punk rock are, you know, pop culture referenced or political or, you know, it's relatable at the end of the day, right? So basically I'm a nerd that yeah. likes that kind of shit. <laughs> Aren't, aren't we all nerds within this genre? Probably. A little bit? Probably. A little bit. Um, so anyways, episode 20. 20. Yeah, I didn't use the Google like you. I'm, I'm more of a Bing man. <laughs> I binged it. Still shouting out that Bing, hey? Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so clearly they're not the ones paying you. What have you been listening to, Nate? What have I been listening to? Well, holy fuck. Can I get a holy fuck? Holy fuck. Yeah, like there has been a shit ton of music since we last recorded like a shit ton and more coming like this month i was <laughs> like nuts this month i was like oh man like last night i was or last night i was searching through itunes to see what i was gonna buy and i was like 
oh crap, there's so much stuff coming up next week. I can't buy this. Like yeah. stuff I would have maybe bought now. I'm waiting on because I know next week there's like three or four albums I want to buy, and the week after that, three or four. So yeah, no, it's been nuts. This is not good in my wallet, <laughs> but it's great for my ears. Your, what about your digital wallet? You know, the one that doesn't really matter. You know, they're just numbers at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. It's not like cash is actually coming out of your wallet. <laughs> it's still the hurts. proverbial wallet. It still hurts it. Yeah. <laughs> just don't look at the numbers, Mike. Uh, so what I've been listening to, well, I, despite the fact that I've been listening to a lot, uh, I try to boil it down to just a couple because, you know, we could spend the entire podcast just talking about that. Uh, but the thing that came out today that really piqued my interest, uh, the new Joyce Manor. The oh, you Cody. Li- did you listen to it yet? Yeah, I really I, like it. That was one of the things I bought last night, and I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think Joyce Manor fans will like it because it's even more on the poppier side of things than their last record, and I think that's what kind of did it for their, you know, not did it, but like uh, a lot of their their older fans, I, I think, didn't really like that last record a lot. Uh, and oh really? Yeah, I didn't that, know that was that. the sense I got. Like, and if you listen more to their back catalog, it's a little harder. It's a little, you know, a little bit more uh, on, on the hardcore spectrum, let's say. But yeah. this is uh, definitely more in the emo direction. I loved that last album. So, I, and I and I did hear the single for this. Yeah, and I like did a lot. So that single had like a total Weezer vibe for me about it. And I, I don't know if it's like that Weezer pop power chord progression that just kind of I, I don't know what it was but the second i heard it i was like oh this this kind of has a weezer feel to i didn't it. get it but again i haven't listened to the album enough yeah so i'll have to listen to the album but it wouldn't shock me yeah no it's i really like it it's uh it's got kind of a jimmy world uh flavor to it a little bit of get up kids uh influence in it as well um so yeah i would totally recommend it and i can't believe those guys are only 26 there's a song in there or that references the 26 age which would have been a great song for last episode about growing up well but we could do a part came two a little too late. yeah so uh yeah really enjoying that record uh the touche amore uh record stage four just absolutely blew my mind uh i didn't expect anything because i haven't really got into that band like i'm a little too soft to really get into their stuff See that? that's another that's a band that i've never liked and yeah. it's one of those bands that people have tried to shove down my throat. They're always like, oh, you'll love it. Like, yeah. You should just love it. And like, I saw them live even once and I just nothing clicked for me. No way. But then you would mention, just listen to this album. And that first half of that album is awesome. Yeah. The second half kind of faded for me. Right. But that first half is just phenomenal. Well, and I mean, and it's such a, I mean, it's such a rare concept record. Like, I mean, I, I think. I'm guessing it's his mom that died. It sounds like it. Of cancer. Yeah. And uh, I mean, God, those first couple songs are like really, really heart wrenching. I think that's maybe that's what got me. The lyrics are really uh, just raw. Yeah. And it was good. Like you could feel it felt real. Yeah. I don't know if it's a real story or if he's made it up, but it felt real. Yeah. Well, and then the last, um, the last song, which feels totally out of place and the song before that which is kind of a preview almost to the last song um like the last song almost sounds like the national it's really yeah, maybe weird that's what, and just maybe that's feels... why i was like not digging it so much at yeah. the end. like i just felt like it I, I lost a lot of its oomph right i'd be curious to know kind of i i know that their their release had like like the lp had a ton of booklets and stuff like that to it so i'm sure there's stuff in there um but yeah it's wow 
really, really good album. Uh, and then lastly, uh, another band that kind of I didn't know anything about and didn't have much in the way of expectation uh, is uh, Microwave. Um, oh, yeah. I love that single. I, I don't know which one's the single on it. They had a video. I saw it maybe about a month ago. Asian, okay. Because it's on Asian Man, right? Or no, Side I One Dummy? It's... Side One Dummy. Yeah, I think you're right. Side One. I was going to say Paper and Plastic, but no, you it's might side be one, right. It's Side One Dummy. Okay. And they had released the video, and the video is cool. I can't remember the song, though, now. So okay. I, I apologize. I'm not prepared. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I didn't know you were going to bring it up, <laughs> but I still haven't listened to that full album yet either because there's been so much. Yeah. But I've been meaning to, and I, like I said, I really like the single, so I can, can see why I would like it. But go on. The record's called uh, Much Love, and uh, it's really like one of those kind of eclectic albums, and I think that's what I really like about it. But the variety within it still puts together a really solid album. Um, and it's got kind of like uh, locally, I, I hear like the dudes in, in some of their stuff who I really enjoy. Um, there's kind of like a, a Rocky Fortune vibe about some of the songs and then kind of like a piebald sound in there as well. So it's, uh, I've probably listened to it front to back like six or seven times. That's a since bold it came thing out. these days. It's, it's awesome. And one other thing I've learned uh, like recently, and I, I think I've just kind of noticed it because there's been so much music, is all these like newer ish bands like not bands like no effects bad religion but like you know newer bands like microwave or touche amore um all the albums now come out with just 10 songs i like that yeah i like it too but it's it's become like this weird Is standard i guess yeah it's like two eps put into one i'm gonna look into this but like back in the day right rancid and their 22 song lp yeah well <laughs> They just, they, some of that's filler. <laughs> you think? <laughs> like I'm Tim, I'm going to run another song. 16 of those. <laughs> Born in the East Bay. East Bay nine. Actually, I like that song. It's a good song. Anyways, uh, I don't know why you're making fun of Tim and Rancid, but uh, that's what I'm listening to. Mike? What am I listening to? Here's a shocker for me. is the, the Taking Back Sunday album. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I had no desire to listen to this album. The last few, actually pretty much everything after the first two albums, I haven't liked very much. There's bits of it I like, but I had no expectations for it. And when I saw the single, I the first video or something they released, it was like the singer saying like, "This is a, we're going to play this song because it's so great. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I didn't even make it to the song. And it wasn't in jest. It was like... No, we really believe this song oh, is probably. the greatest thing you've ever heard. So I was like, I'm not fucking listening to this. And then somewhere along the, along the lines, I read like four or five really good reviews. And I'm like, oh, maybe it, maybe it is good. So I almost wish that they weren't called Taking Back Sunday because I wouldn't. It is. It doesn't sound like Taking Back Sunday to me. I don't know. Does it you to you? Uh, it sounds a lot different than anything they've ever done before. Like to me, it sounds more like they tried to go the Gaslight Anthem route or like... Um, just a more like rock yeah it's route. definitely more rock like yeah you can like see tom petty influences and things like that and like the riffs and yeah like, i don't know uh it was a pleasant surprise and for some reason i can't stop listening to that album and i feel really weird saying that because i would never thought i'd ever say that again it's good like there there's some cheesy lyrics kind of bedded oh. in there but it's a really there's like, a ton of cheesy lyrics yeah, but it's a really solid listenable album yeah like and it's a front to back listen which is yeah. also really bizarre like i just was not prepared for it yeah 
So maybe it sucks, and I was just like, my expectations were so low that I lowered expectations. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I I think it's I think it's a good album. I'll I'll uh, I'll give you a high five on that one. Mike. All right, yeah. And the next one was the Apologies I Have None album, which is oh, yeah, called right. Pharmacy. And uh, it had been a few years since that band put something out, and I did a little bit of research into it, and I guess one of the main songwriters had left the band, so it was up to just that'll do it. Just the one guy now is writing everything. And I I don't know. I really like it. It's a little bit of a departure. Yeah. It's not as punky as the other one. Yeah. But I I don't know. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's a front to back listen again. And it's got a pretty good... Um, it's all about mental illness is from what I can gather. I don't know if you've listened to it much or not. I've listened to it a couple times through. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Like it's, it's definitely one of those like albums yeah like i don't think if you put like a song on like shuffle no. or like on a mix cd would ever like flow it just uh it's definitely just like a front to back listen and it's got like if you like um uh, uh, the name of the brand new album's name's escaping me uh hotelier the, no the devil and god are raging inside me i i felt vibes of that album in there and yeah i like the hotelier and stuff like that yeah like, just if you like that kind of stuff, I check it out. Yeah. Um. What else? No effects. Yes. Uh, do we want to go? Do we want to go into this? Yeah, we can. Let's go into this no effects album. Okay. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, on first listen, um, I don't want to say I was like disappointed, but I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> no, that's fair. I um, I'm gonna tell you, I felt the exact same way. Because self entitled, um, I really enjoyed that record. I love self entitled. I would put that up there in my my top. No effects album. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was real sounding, and I thought it, like it, you, the lyrics are great and stuff. Yeah, but I think they tried a lot of new things on this, and I will give them credit for that because here's a band that's been going for over 25 years, and they're still trying to do new things. Like it's not like a regurgitation, despite the fact that I there were a couple songs on there. That I'm like, I think I know this song from <laughs> this album. Um, but uh, I did appreciate the production value, you know, kind of putting in like those little demo bits into the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that as, you know, like a behind the scenes kind of feel to it. Um, I like that. I like that for sure. The I production felt a little weird too. Yeah, I was going to say, did, did I don't know if it's me, but the recording seems weird. Yeah. It doesn't seem like... It's not as it's, crisp. It's not crisp or full. Yeah. Like, no, if the last... Since so long and thanks for all the shoes. Yeah. I'd say their albums felt very full. Yeah. And this does not. And I'm wondering if they were like trying to get back to like their punk rock, like early punk rock roots because right. maybe down there mem- when they were doing the memoir and stuff like that, that kind of like brought back some stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like an album to me. No, there's a lot of great. I, I would say there's, there's a fair amount of really good songs on there, but like front to back. Yeah, it's it's kind of meh for me. Whereas like the last album felt like a front to back album. Like I'm yeah. excited to listen to it. Yeah, and uh, I don't not like it. That's the weird thing is like I've listened to it now a bunch of times. Yeah, me too. And I'm and every time I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. But I'm just like, yeah, something's just not clicking completely. Yeah, but I'm, I'm reading a lot of things where people are saying it's their their best no effects album ever. And like, I don't. Wow. Maybe it's flick. Maybe it's just not clicking for me yet. I don't know. There's stuff, but there is definitely stuff I like. Like, I love the first track. Yeah. And I like the last two, like the Tony Sly track and the last track are phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, and I think like, like for Fat Mike, this is like open and honest and like really vulnerable, which is not something we've ever really gotten from him. See, that's what everyone's saying. But I thought like my orphan year is. 
Sure, but that was kind of like a one-off. I don't know. So, I, th- I, I thought, think this whole album I feel is like, more. I feel like Coaster and and Self Entitled have a lot of that. Maybe it's just because there's not as many like funny songs. Like even the funny song, like Oxymoronic, it still has a really serious yeah. tone and a really serious message to it. And maybe that's it. Is there's no real breakup of like Tegan and Sarah. You yeah, know, like that kind of tune that, in there. And that's weird because I don't. Those are the no effects songs. I'm not like. 16 year old me was like those are the best no effects songs right but my now, vagina yeah but now i'm like <laughs> i could skip that if i totally but i think when you're listening to the record they break it up uh, yeah that could be it maybe that's just it maybe this is such a serious album that yeah that's but, what's maybe that's what's cl- not clicking for me it doesn't feel like an album a no effects album maybe it yeah. does so um i guess we're probably beating it down but no i i, I mean it's it's a good record like you know i wouldn't say it's a bad record it's not liberal animation you know so <laughs> um but i think you know when you've been a band and you've been around this long like look at bad religion you know it's not like they've put out real stellar records over the last couple years like even like true north is pretty forgettable for me uh the one before i can't remember the name that's because they're all sounding the same i guess that's that's a good point they're all sounding the same at least no effects is trying to do something yeah a little bit different no that's cool so let's get onto the list yeah let's go uh so these are one one more time uh these are Top five songs with a movie reference. So I'm coming out of the gates hard, Mike. I'm is coming it the for Descendants? You. No, no, no Descendants <laughs> on here. That's, all? For, that's for another list. Is it all? Come on, man. I only revisited them last episode for like... I'm just bugging you. I know. that We usually get there at like the second pick, not yeah. not out of the gates. I'm coming for you. Uh, first song is by a band called The Hex Dolls. Uh, I mean, these guys are pretty much like the kings of pop culture reference um they do have a lot actually yeah they do and i i I love that like again it's it's one of those things that makes it relatable and you feel like it just it makes you more of an active listener than you know maybe like you know listening to rap and hearing somebody talk about you know rocks in their ears and you can't you can't relate to that (laughs) no all right (laughs) i have no rocks in my ears mike (laughs) Douglas, but you have you. some nice rocks in your ears. Uh, so the, <laughs> it is not, despite the tattoo on my stomach. Um, the Hextiles, the song's called Ouch My Childhood, and it's on the album Play oh, With Heart. That's some, some serious uh, pop culture references in that song. It is. Just a quick question with the Hextiles. Yeah. Have you ever seen them live? I have not. You know what's weird? I've never seen them live. What is it? Like, Somebody was saying they come here all the time. Yeah. What are they? They're from Kamloops, right? Or Kelowna or something like that. Yeah, like, I think they're based... Are they based out of Vancouver now or still... Oh, maybe they moved. But originally they were from like... Cranbrook, like Cranbrook <laughs> or Kamloops or something like that. That's like not far out from here. No. In Canada terms. Yeah, yeah. Seven hours down the road is like not your next door neighbor. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like... That's just going out for a bit, honey. Uh, just heading over to Kamloops. That's day show. back in about uh, 14 hours. That's day show stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't even need to stay at a hotel. But you're no, I've never seen them. No, yeah. either have I. So I'm going to make an effort to see them next time they come through. Nice. Let's get to my song. Let's do it. Okay, well, since you picked the Hextiles, I'm going to go with something along the same sort of lines. I like that you uh, you create a little, you, you add a little DJ flair to this. You know, it's it's not just like, you consider what I've what I've selected and, and you select accordingly. It's the thug life thing, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've got rocks in my ears. <laughs> Word. To your mom. Okay, go. All right. So the band I picked was uh, Basketball Shorts. Oh, yes. Off uh, their release, uh, Hot and Ready. And the song is called Magic Legs. Magic Legs. 
Which is a reference to Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan. Of course it is. New legs, new legs. Yes. Yes. So it's funny because this album also had, like, the Hextalls had a couple of references. There was, and it took me everything in my willpower not to use the Home Alone reference because, I mean, I've already messed around with Home Alone references on this show. Yeah. And uh, you're continually messing around with Home Alone references. I'm a big Home Alone fan. Yeah. Well, who isn't? So it's, it's my dream life. Sitting at home, shooting a BB gun. <laughs> at Jumping Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci? Yeah. <laughs> What's Daniel Stern doing? He's got nothing going on right now. You could probably book him. Yeah. How awesome would that be? Like, if you were some rich dude, <laughs> and you're like, I want to be Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, and I'm going to hire Daniel Stern <laughs> to come to my, and try and break into my house. This is like. That's like when you see those old movies about rich people hunting people. Dude, I would totally, if I had like a couple million dollars, if I had some rocks in my ears, I'd be hiring Daniel Stern. All right, the Hextalls. And uh, basketball shorts. Transformers! I used to play for another Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Now I play I meet George Lucas so I can break his goddamn nose. I'd love to choke out Steven Spielberg and then catch Ray Michael Bay. Cause Bumblebee was in a fucking Camaro and the Ninja Turtles are from space. Legs. Well, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dane. Magic legs!
You know, I, I think that, like, with that hex dolls, though it's funny, like, there's a lot of truth to that. Oh, yeah. Like, we live in this culture now where, you know, maybe not so much. I, I don't know. Hollywood goes through these phases, right? But, like, we're still, I think, in the era of, oh, let's just remake that. Let's just reboot that. Dude, let's just do this again. TV this year. Every fucking thing, all the new TV shows were just, like, remakes. Spinoffs? Remakes of movies. Mm. Like... There was like that Uncle Buck show. I didn't see that. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I don't have cable. Yeah, um, but the 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 new ones that she were like Exorcist. An Uncle Buck show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, who played Uncle Buck? I don't know. I can't remember the the character's name or the actor's name. There was also an Uncle Buck show when we were younger too. I don't know. If you what? Yeah, didn't do well. There well, was a no. Fer- there was a Ferris Bueller show when we were kids too. I feel like I remember that. I don't know. Like, like but, you can't. Do Uncle Buck with somebody other than John Candy? You yeah, just can't. But I don't even get why you'd call it Uncle Buck. You could just be like Fat it, Uncle. It doesn't even. Why Let's would you pay? Show Fat why Uncle. would you pay the residuaries to like Uncle Buck's creators? You can just be like, Oh, we got to reject Uncle over here. He's gonna watch the kids this week. Yeah, that's it could be thing. called like Uncle Jim. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, Well, I didn't put it together as Uncle Buck unless he looks like John Candy. Yeah. Um. Then there was like Lethal Weapon, Exorcist, MacGyver. Everything. Wow. That's yeah. horrible. It was pretty pathetic. Anyways, uh, it's, but yes, it's, it's very sad. true. Yeah. yeah. Come up with your own ideas, people. Yeah. As we do a podcast or that probably other people have done. No, no one's done this. No. This is brand new. Yeah. This is brand new, Mike. Brand new idea. Well, no one's hung out with us. It's true. We're, we're pretty fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's move on to our next choice. Uh, my next choice comes from a band uh that i really really like um and uh they have hardly anything out on itunes but i recently found like a greatest hits or like a singles collection or something it had like 20 songs on it i had most of them but a couple of them were were from something else i think they put out a bunch of eps but um most of their ordering was like you had to order the lp or the vinyl to get the the digital yeah and I wasn't about to do that because I can't afford to be a record collector. So the song is called This Is My LJ. And the band's called The New Rochelles. Oh, yes. And it's off the album It's New. And the reference I was just going to ask. I don't know the reference. From Full Metal Jacket. There's the Soldier's Prayer where they say, This is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. And they go into this big prayer while they're sitting in their bunks with their with their guns. So I this is my rifle. That. This is my LJ. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll do Wolf Face now. Oh, very nice. I know we've talked there's, about. There's going to be a few movie references within these records. <laughs> I have, uh, we've talked about them before. For those who don't know what Wolf Face is all about, why don't you? Well, the band basically a Teen Wolf band. <laughs> they dress up like Teen, teen Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much every song is about Teen Wolf. <laughs> when we went to Fest, they were playing. We didn't see them. But I remember seeing one of the guys like in his Teen Wolf oh. garb. Like walking around the streets handing out flyers. Like if for I could show. be, I think if I could be in a band, if I was talented enough to be in a band, I would be in a band like that. <laughs> I would have so much fun. I really wanted to get our Seinfeld band going. If only I was. Oh, I could... You just released the best band idea ever. Are we doing it? Uh, I don't know. We don't have time. <laughs> Plus, I don't we have did to... a podcast instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably better because I can't play guitar or bass or sing. One day. One day. I mean. You're not that old yet, Mike. You just yeah. think you are. 
Anyway, uh, Wolf Face. Look so, at the Rolling Stones, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Face is a, is a band based around Teen Wolf, and so a lot of the songs have to do with Teen Wolf or being a wolf. A lot of them. A lot of them. I Pretty would much. say all of them. <laughs> the majority. Anyway, this is off the split what they did with Teenagers. Oh, cool. Uh, it came out. Uh, That's last. a band that I kind of like, too. This song's called Boof Ain't Too Loose. Boof. Boof. I never understood that name. No, that can't be a real name. And that, But that everyone calls her, like... She, That's her name in the in the show, in the right. movie. No one makes another reference to it. Like, you don't see her parents going, hey, Sandra. No, no, it's like, Boof. It's, it's Boof. Like, I'm pretty sure her dad calls her Boof. <laughs> and that's a weird name to give a kid. That's like... That's almost like Boner from Growing Pains. <laughs> I never. <laughs> why did all the Why did all the sidekicks in the eighties have horrible nicknames? Like sexual referenced, yeah. you know? Is like, Boof a sexual thing? I don't. It sounds sexual. Don't you think? Boof. Yeah, yeah. It sounds gross. Yeah, I guess. Fuck, I boofed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, she boofed all over me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's exactly where my mind went. Well, you're a horrible person. <laughs> you were thinking it. Boof is a great character. Great with a lot character. of heart. Yeah. And, you, <laughs> and you she just... looks like somebody's mom too, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> No, she was she's 80s hot. No. She's like Mallory. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mallory's what dude, I saw Family Ties recently and I was I was blown away. Like I, I felt like I didn't spend enough time with Mallory in my mind when I was a young man. Oh, Mallory was a big crush of mine when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. More so I think for me now. Oh, but, she's still yeah, she's still pretty now. Yeah, but no, this is, Boof we're was going like somebody's thing. mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Michael J. Fox. Did you bring your mom to the set? <laughs> hey, Michael J. Fox's mom. Can you be in the movie? We got this character named Boof. No, she's it? supposed to be like the every girl American. It did not come across that way. Who's apparently like your mom? <laughs> anyway, My mom is an all American. Let's just let, for all, all you curious <laughs> people out there. <laughs> <laughs> this is some wolf face and some new Rochelle. Here it is. This is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. My rifle is my best friend. It is my life. I must master it as I must master my life. This is my LJ. One, two, three, four. someone to talk to if something's bothering you i'll understand 
Not this time, Booth. You won't understand. LJ was for the longest time. I have no clue. It but is... I don't know what boofing is either. No. Well, I don't either. And I'm just telling you what I think boofing is. Um, it's it's a leather jacket, which I, I didn't realize. And being a punk rocker who really likes bands like the Ramones, you would think that I would know that, but I don't. I just tried to picture you in a leather jacket and I laughed. Do you have a leather jacket? No, no. Yeah, I, I never had one. I don't like, think you're a Fonzie leather, jacket. I don't think you're a leather jacket kind of guy. <laughs> no. I'm not either. No. For the record, I look ridiculous in that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So only certain people can pull it off. Yeah, I think everyone 
No, I don't want to say everyone looks ridiculous in it. No, lots of people pull it off. Yeah. I just can't. And they I just can't put... look new, though. That's the other thing about those jackets. They can't look brand new. Like, if you buy it brand new, I feel like you got to run it over with your car a couple times. <laughs> and I, I'm not that guy. Like, I like to keep everything as pristine as possible for as long as possible. All right. Here's on to my next pick. <laughs> uh, this is a band um, that I feel like like a group of us used to like them and have moved away from them over the years. Um, Were and, we a gang of people? <laughs> well, you know, like... A posse? I feel like Justin was like a big fan of this band at one point. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to stop interrupting. And they're kind of like that metal punk crossover sound. Uh, anyways, the band's called Avenged Sevenfold. Oh. And this is an old track, and the track's called Bat Country. Which I didn't know was like basically written about fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But it is. It is. Yeah. And when I listened to the lyrics after finding out it was about that, I'm like, how did I not figure this out before? But I also didn't know what LJ stood for. So yeah, there's no real big surprises anymore. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I used to really like Event Sevenfold. And at some point they crossed over into being just lame cock rocky yeah like pop metal or something i I don't don't know know what happened but uh like those first two records and i actually got into them like from guitar hero i think (laughs) like one of the one of the songs on there yeah i don't know justin and me were really into them and like i saw them live a bunch of times i like the first three albums maybe i feel like they'd be a good live band Uh, no yes and no they were pretty douchey yeah there's a lot of American flags and like oh really Motley Crue hair and like oh that kind of surprises me. They were pretty yeah. Anyways, I like this song. I've always kind of liked this song. I, I think I have two or three songs in my in my catalog, and this was one of them. So it's a good song. It's like one of their best ones, I think. Yeah, me too. Me too for sure. And I mean, Fear and Loathing. Uh, that was a big moment for me. I actually started reading books after. Uh, once I heard about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and then had a big love affair for Hunter S. Thompson. And uh, have you read no, Fear I don't, and Loathing or any I don't, of Hunter's stuff? I don't like Fear and Loathing, actually. No? And I just, yeah, I'm just not interested in Hunter S. Thompson. No. Thomas? Thomas? Thompson. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, a Red City Radio song. Red City Radio. I'm excited to hear which one it is. I went with No One Believes in Moons and Goochers. Okay. Do you know the reference? I don't. That's a surprise. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's it's, it's it's a pretty small reference, but it's uh, it's from Stand By Me. Okay. So there's, there's a scene in Stand By Me where... Yeah, I know the movie well. I think... Clearly not that well. I'm pretty sure it's before when, before they... When they're... They're playing the coin game to go into the convenience store and cross over where the the dog is. Yeah. I can't remember what the dog's name is right now. Sick. The one that says, like, they say sick balls. Or yeah. Whatever. Anyway, Vern says something, and Teddy goes to him, like, no one believes in moons and goochers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know if the song has anything to do with it. The title is about it. So, um, Titles are good. Titles work. Yeah. I tried to look up what a moon and goocher was. Yeah, and nothing. There's nothing on the Google <laughs> or the Bing. I did find Bing one. Was I did first. find one subreddit that said that it's a reference 
to another Stephen King novel. Oh, okay. Which is kind of interesting that he would reference his own novel in. Yeah, it is in a story. But he did. A, I mean, he did a lot of that stuff within his movies. Yeah. right? like he's in. Although I don't think he's in Stand by Me, or I don't think he's in Shawshank. No. But he's in, like, almost all of his other movies. Oh, really? Like, he plays, like, some really small, insignificant role um, or, like, an extra that's, you know, if you looked for him, you'd find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he might could, even be in those movies. He could be. Yeah. But um, they were both from – they're both from the same book, different yeah, seasons, are. right? Yeah. And I remember there being a moon on the f- cover of that. Maybe it's got something to do with, like, the <clears throat> collection of different seasons. I have no clue. No. But that's that's the closest I could find is that Stephen King made up the term moons and goochers, and it's like from another one of his novels. Oh. So I like that. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, back to Red City Radio. Um, this is a band like this is off the EP, and I think this is it's weird when a band puts out an EP that's so great, yeah. And then they've never been able to do anything as good as the EP, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about them. The EP was like the first release. The uh, it's the one that's. To this, the sons of, of and daughters of Woody Guthrie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great, great EP. Yeah. No, I yeah, I'd probably agree with you on that. It's weird. Yeah. Like, when I heard that EP, I was like, oh, this band is gonna blow up. Yeah. And then the next album was good, but not as good. And yeah. then the one after that, I think everyone was just like, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. And it's like so boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, I, I felt that way th- about their latest record too. I just. Yeah. I, I was pumped for it, and it just kind of faded to the background. But this EP, if I if any of those songs come on, I love it. Yeah, so let's uh, let's hear some Avenged Sevenfold, and some Red City Radio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you really really link these up, DJ. Yeah, sorry. Suddenly, there was a terrible roar all around us, and the sky was full of what looked like huge bats, all swooping and screeching and diving around the car. And a voice was screaming, "Holy, Holy Jesus! What are these goddamn animals?" animals?
Bracken and those guys got wiped out on Weed Hill and Durham. Billy told me they were slipping for beers. And they came up with a Gucci just before they got into the car. And bang, they all got totaled. I don't like this, sincerely. Verno, nobody believes that crap about moons and Gucci's. It's baby stuff. Now come on, flip again. I don't want my children to inherit a war that I don't even believe in. When I hear the sounds of the bombs on the ground, get a little bit of scat in a waffle. This is the last song I ever recorded. These are the last words that I ever spoke. Let it be known. This was the pre-op. Oh, for a bad and a bad old ceasefire. Let it broke into silence. Please don't progress tonight. I don't think that they can't see. There's a battle. It's recorded really well too. Like, it's uh, I don't know. There's just there's there's a lot of good stuff about a first record in there. Yeah, I just I, it's always I've always wondered why they could never recreate that energy. Yeah. But 
Maybe it is even recording. Yeah. Maybe it's when you get a little bit bigger, you get a little bit more money. And sometimes, sometimes how an album is recorded uh, can really make it make you feel different. Like I'm, I don't know how to uh, stumble. I stumbled trying to say that, but you know what I'm trying to get at, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like sometimes when something's overproduced, or you think you're probably doing the smart thing by being like, "Oh, well, we should record the drums like really well this time," or something. Yeah. Or, got to make it sound really crisp and you 48 lose, tracks of drums like you you lose something that's you lose the energy of a band sometimes like sometimes just like off the floor recording might sound better for your band i mean obviously some bands uh benefit from better production and sure. whatnot, so and i apologize for the length of that avenge sevenfold <laughs> well i like to hear a, a lot of what it's pretty operatic it's pretty operatic um <laughs> i told you i was a little bit stumped with this uh this topic uh okay moving on so uh my next pick uh i'm gonna tell you the album because i don't think you'll guess it uh the album's called lechuza nothing l-e-c-h-u-z-i-a z-a i know this i I can picture it in my head but i don't know it (laughs) what's it got on the cover no, I can picture the title in my oh, head. I just you can't you can't see can't, the cover. I can't. Okay, well, uh, this uh, whole song is about an actress who appeared in a movie called Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, it's it's Phoenix TX then, right? It or is. Phoenix or whatever their name was at this time. Yeah, Phoenix TX. Oh, Phoebe Cates, right? Yeah, I yeah. almost picked it because <laughs> it's a great song. It's, it is it's a great a, song. It's really it's their the only good song on that record. It's their only good song. <laughs> I feel like I listened to one of their other records, but I, I had this one at one point and then it got lost somewhere in the uh, CD to digital uh, shuffle. And so I, I ended up downloading it again because uh, I really like like the song Phoebe Cates, um, but was kind of, yeah, kind of bummed with the record. But that song is awesome. And Phoebe Cates is a babe. Yeah. See, there's there's good <laughs> 80s material right there. Yeah. She's no boof. No, <laughs> she's so much better than boof. But like that movie, but, I but, uh, I, I don't know it? when you first saw it. When did you first see it? When I was a kid, I my my parents weren't like uh, they weren't strict at all. They were just like they if they wanted to watch something, we got to watch it with them. Oh, cool! So I saw all those kind of movies when I was a kid. I don't think I saw it till I was like in my early twenties. What? Yeah, oh. and was I mean it, it it holds up. Oh, it's still like it's, it's still so a good. wicked wicked coming I watch of it, age movie. I watch it like once a year. It's it's hilarious, and like yeah. the people. There's not, I mean, Sean Penn to come out of there. That's pretty big. And uh, Eric, Eric Stoltz, uh, Stoltz and... Forrest Whitaker, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, the guy boofing in the bathroom. But Fe- <laughs> Phoebe Cates, not much. I, no, I don't she, think she had a big career after Yeah, did she? she did. She did a couple of things. And I think I read once that she got married and kind of just disappeared. She was married to Kevin Klein at one point, if not still. Yeah, maybe even still. Like, I so think way to like, go, Kevin. <laughs> way to go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like there was one, you know, Mark Rat in the movie? Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I think he was in was Police Academy 4. And the only reason I know that <laughs> is because the year that my parents bought like a VCR, you know, for Christmas for the mm-hmm. family, um, we got Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Batman one with Michael Keaton, and we got um, what was the movie? I was oh Police Academy four. Nice. And uh, so I watched all those movies many many times. And uh, yeah, he's one of the skateboarders with David Spade. 
David Spade. <laughs> yeah. He's a skateboarder. I think I and Tony Hawk's in that movie too. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's the song I picked, Phoebe Cates. Michael, to you. Um, I went with a Gaslight Anthem song. Oh, nice. They talk a lot about movies. Oh, yeah, they got tons of references. Yeah. Within this song, there's two references. Nice. Uh, I went with I Could Have Been a Contender. (sighs) Do you know the movie? Uh, The Contender? No. Okay. (laughs) Does it have anything to do with Bruce Springsteen? No. Okay. Probably in the song. The Wrestler? (laughs) No. No. It's on the waterfront. I don't know that movie. It's like, it's like, I've never actually seen it. Well, you know what? That's a lie. I've seen. <laughs> Why are you lying about dumb shit like that? Well. It's weird. Save your lies. <laughs> when I was in university, I had to take a history of film class. Okay. I took one of those too. So um, we'd watch like chunks of movies and then relate it to the period of history that, that, that was going on at the time. Okay. And so I've seen chunks of this. Okay. But it's a movie with Marlon Brando. Ah. Where he was. Uh. Oh, this is like one of his big movies before The Godfather, right? Oh, like, wait, 1954, I think. Okay. I, I feel like somebody was telling me about this the this other This is day. like, I think this is in the... I had no idea Marlon Brando was like an actor before The Godfather. And they were like, <laughs> this, this oh, was... he was like the man. Like, yeah. He was like Clark Gable. Yeah, yeah. Like he, this is like... I had no idea because he was an ugly man. Like No, no, no. This is life. like when he was like a heartthrob and like... That's crazy to me. In the movie, he was a... It's like saying Bob Barker was a heartthrob <laughs> at one point. You're just picturing uh, with that awful movie, last one he did when he was like his, with the zoo animals or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Doctor something. Yeah, yeah Doctor Moreau's. I never saw it. I heard it's it was all, really bad, though. Yeah, it's horrible. But Marlon Brando is like a human blob. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, so, excuse me, I heard somebody on a podcast recently who's also in that movie. Like, plays one of the animals. I think I was telling you. Oh, uh, Ron Perlman. And he was talking about, uh, like, what it was like to work with Brando and, like, what a dick he was the first day he showed up. Oh, I've heard lots and, of – there's some really funny – I think there's a How Did This Get Made in, on that one. And the stuff about Brando is amazing in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he had people fanning him and things like that. Oh, yeah. And, like, he wouldn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And this was, like, Ron Perlman's break. <laughs> Ouch. Well, it was supposed to be a big movie. I remember seeing the drive-in. Yeah. And it was like, everyone. I was like, I walked out and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I think John Travolta's in it too, maybe. Oh, probably. Um, anyway, in uh, On the Waterfront, uh, supposed to be a really good movie. And it was, I, I remember enjoying bits of it, but I'm I'm not one that goes and watches 50s movies too often. No. But um, it's totally that film noir era. And he's like, uh, it's about mobsters and he was a fighter. And his brother and a mob boss kind of um, told him to throw a fight, but he could have been like a he could have been like a big big star in boxing, but they told him to throw a fight so they could win. And then I believe he becomes in, engulfed in the mob part. Is there any part where Fifty Cent comes out and says, "This is the last round"? It's totally like that. That's basically <laughs> that movie. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie once or twice under a different name. <laughs> last round <laughs> and um then the, the other reference in there is the wizard of oz she he says something like you're gonna be my judy garland we're gonna get that tin man's heart oh cool and i think the line broken dreams is probably a reference to on the water front as well i was uh this was one of those bands that came up while i was doing the googling and uh yeah i was like i i I knew that they had like kind of a songwriting ethic similar to Bruce Springsteen. They come from New Jersey. You know, they had kind of like that new sound that, you know, kind of 
it sounded like an evolution of Bruce in a way, right? And I always just thought it was their sound and kind of like that that blue collar band, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but they reference him a shit ton, like in their music. Yeah, I which I hadn't realized. Someone told me that like almost every single one of their songs references either another singer, band, a song, and a lot of them are Bruce Springsteen or New Jersey, right? And like, and it doesn't bother me. It no, just, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's I think cool it's that cool you're. Too. It's cool that when someone's so re- uh, aware of what they do. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they hide it well, obviously, yeah. right? Because I could probably sing along to half their songs and wouldn't even know, yeah. you know the reference. All right, let's uh, let's hear some uh, let's hear some music. Phoenix TX and Gaslight Anthem. You've never given a blowjob? Never? It stays. There's nothing to it. It's so easy. Relax your throat muscles. Don't bite. <laughs> slide it in.
understand I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. I'm broken, I'm hungry, hard up and I'm lonely. I've been dancing on this killing floor for years. Of the few things I'm certain, I'm the captain of my burden. I'm sorry, dog, I can never stop the rain. pretty cool song about 50 cent saying this is the last round it's the last round because this is the last round right here this is pick number five all right you could be my judy garland nate my, i could be your tin man no judy garland oh i'm judy garland you're my tin man you got nicer eyes that's true they're nice halloween's coming up it snowed today 
fucked up. Like, what is going on? I don't think I can't really remember a time that it snowed this early in October. Eh. Usually, that first. I'm not going to be one of those fuckheads that talks, you know, like whines about it, but I'm a little bit disappointed. I also had to work in it tonight. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's a bummer. Yeah. Because I know that there's like nine months of work in this shit now. Yeah. So I, I think I can whine a little bit about it. No, you can you can whine. Okay. I, gr- I I went with grinding my gears last. What grinded my gears last time? Snow grinds your gears. It's all good. Snow in October, early October. Yeah, like way too early. This... But when, but when we were kids, it always snowed on no. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. We're like twenty days away from Halloween. More than twenty days away from Halloween. Yeah, I feel like after. Yeah, that's like a month. That's like month early. Sometimes it's still like twenty degrees. Yeah, it just. It's, but it could be 20 degrees in like three days. It could be. Could be. I don't think it will be. I don't be. think it will be. No. They're saying it's supposed to be really cold this winter, too. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Me neither. Can we move this podcast? Can someone pay for this podcast to be moved to like Phoenix or like. Yeah, or Australia. Yeah. These I, fucking guys talking about how nice it is. It's 20 degrees all the time there. Those jerks. They're like, oh, it's winter. It's 20 degrees. I'm on the beach. But like I said in our WhatsApp chat to them, they can enjoy their poisonous snakes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a little plug for the WhatsApp chat. You want to get on the WhatsApp chat? <laughs> you hear all sorts of things. <laughs> Send us a message. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we talk about. See, we embed we embed little, little subliminal things like that in our show, and then we... We talk about them very directly right mm-hmm. after. Okay. Okay. Let's get to your song. So, uh, Is it about the weather? Uh, it's not about the weather. It's about a movie, actually. Oh. Um, the Weatherman? <laughs> no. That was actually a pretty good movie, though. Come on. Nick Cage? <laughs> Is he in that? <laughs> yeah, he's the main. He's the lead. It was pre... No, no. It was, it was pre-fraud charges, though. <laughs> So he was still he still cared about acting at that point. You should see it. Actually, he's in Fast Times. Is he? Yeah. What? Yeah, he's in Fast Times. I think too. I don't think so. Like, we're gonna have to look this we're, up. We're gonna Bing this right after this. Bing it. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. This is our last pick. Uh, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Oh, uh, lots of people. Thanks for. We had quite a few listens again um, on our. Last episode. Yeah. Mike we, likes to do the thank you. I don't really like it. Yeah. Nate doesn't care about you. No. I do. We uh, we had some cool podcast uh, submissions last time. We had like Joel from Australia did his own version of our podcast. Yeah, that was crazy. That was like a podcast within a podcast of a podcast. I'm pretty impressed. Talking about a thanks, podcast. Thanks thanks for taking the time to do that. Uh, it I got, was definitely worth a listen. We should put a link up on the site. Yeah, actually, I sh- we should. Sorry, I, sh- I should have done that a while ago. It's Mike jo- Mike's job. I'm a jerk. Yeah. And I got a pretty cool mix CD with like four lists. I did not get a mix CD, but well, I did get a dozen roses. Yes. Did you? No. <laughs> I was going to send you the mix CD. It's for us to share. Oh. Well, I so still I just, don't have it. Yeah. Anyway. I sent you the lists. That's true. But for me to post on the site. Yeah. Get yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening and uh, keep listening. Um, apparently, Mixcloud's changing their app. What? To make it better. Those are their oh, wor- okay. Their, their words, not mine. They're going to make it better and more user-friendly. So hopefully that uh, that helps some of you out. Oftentimes, it's to make it worse. So yeah. I'm glad it's to make it better. That's good. Uh, keep listening on there if possible or download it or however you're listening. Thanks, and uh, we really appreciate it. 
We really no. do. Let's get to your song. Let's get to mine, and then we'll get to yours. Uh, I guarantee you won't know this record. Uh, well, not the record. You might know the record. The record name is Kiddo. Anything? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. I don't know if you've ever listened to this band. Um, I'm looking at you. I don't know why. They're called <laughs> the Fairmounts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You do listen to them? Oh, well, you actually gave me a couple songs. Turned you on to them? Yeah. They remind me, I don't know if it's because I saw a video and they all looked like like if I was a teenager and my dad started a band, that's what they look like to me. I think some teenagers look like that. I think it's cool to look like a dad. <laughs> they all look like dads, like T-shirts tucked into their jeans kind of stuff. Except the lead singer. He doesn't look like a dad. But they remind me of the refreshments. For, I don't know why. But they do. I don't know the refreshment. You know that everybody knows that the world is full of stupid people. You know that song. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, we'll probably edit that out. Um, no, I like that song. <laughs> the song, uh, this is going to be, this from one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh. I love this movie. I saw it in the theaters when I was a kid. I've owned the VHS, the DVD, and now the Blu-ray. And I'll probably have a digital copy I was of say, it. Too. Are you getting a digital copy? <laughs> the song name is called Devlin McGregor. I have no idea. Nothing. What, what, what's the movie? It's the pharmaceutical company that conspired to kill Richard Kimball's wife. <laughs> Real? That's a freaking insane <laughs> reference. <laughs> That's your favorite movie, The Fugitive? Yeah. Well, no, no. I, in fairness, I did not say my favorite movie. I said one of my fa- my favorite movie is Silence of the Lambs. Right. I, I can get one my, of my the favorite. Fugitive? Yeah, really? man. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Come on, Mike. It's so good. Just say it. Yeah, it's okay. It's so good. It's so good, Nate. So good. I do and like the drug was provasic. That mm. that was the drug that they were peddling at the time. <laughs> you it, find that man. Is that like fentanyl now? Yeah, probably. All right. Probably not that dangerous. Probably not. No. His wife did end up dead. Well, but not from drugs. He hit her with a bowling ball, I think. And caved her skull in with a bowling ball. Hey, Bo. Anyways, that's the song. Devil McGregor by the Fairmounts. Go. I went with a bad astronaut song. Ah, uh-huh. did you just as a little subtext to that? Um, Joey Cape just recently put out a acoustic record, and I did on one that. week, I didn't know. I yeah, didn't know that. and uh, it's uh, they didn't say. I think it's Lagwagon and uh, Bad Astronaut songs. He does a lot of these weird solo parts, like Scorpios. Yeah, so, like, he's in a lot of stuff, man. Uh, the playing favorites, but it's, it seems to be the same group of characters in all those bands. And I don't really know a ton about Bad Astronaut, and I don't know. I knew the drummer was the drummer from Mad Caddies. Oh, I didn't know that at that time. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Maybe he was in another band as well. Huh. Um, anyway, uh, the song I picked was Logan's Run. Okay. And have you ever seen Logan's Run? Uh, is that that's a movie? Yeah, I'm guessing you haven't. If you just said, is that a movie? <laughs> it, it sounds like maybe something Disney made with like a dog and a cat. No, oh. it's like a it's one of those like 70s like futuristic world ones, like sci-fi things where the world's like in a world 
where the long is run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like exactly. that? Exactly. It's basically a movie about where young people live until about they're about 30 and then they kill you. Oh. For survival. So For survival? Of the, of the human race or whatever. But I believe Logan was a person that killed people that, that were 30. Okay. But then he turns 30 and then he has to run to escape these people. And there's like weird robots and like an ice world and they there's old people that they find an old man and they're all frozen. I can't remember. See, the weird thing about Logan's Run is it's one of those movies that's referenced a lot and I've seen bits of it and know a lot about it, but I've never actually seen it. Do you ever <laughs> do you ever have any of those movies where you're like you know so much about it because people talk about it. And you're yeah, like, it's almost so. like you saw, it's almost like you've seen it, but you've never actually seen it. So I'm just like, I think that's what it's all about. Based on it, I mean, there's there's like a whole comic series. I about think it you should stuff. see it. Uh, I I watched the trailer. It's probably too dated. It I looks think like the, the the title is pretty. It's like they put no effort into that title. Fair Fawcett's in it. <laughs> well, it's worth watching then. <laughs> in the seventies, yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, and I don't like sci-fi. No, it's it might be too sci-fi for me actually. Anyway, um, the this is a song about the movie Logan's Run. Nice. So. What's it called? Logan's Run. Oh wow! So <laughs> they took a bad title and repurposed it. His name's Logan in the it's movie. Coming full circle. Back to the Hextalls song. <laughs> full circle. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a remake of Logan's Run. It seems like full circle that they remake. Full circle. Uh, full circle. We're High Fives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house in that area. Checkpoints go up in 15 miles. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball.
Why show me? Because I'm going to run. Why tell me? You know something. About running? Dying what? Both, but uh, running is what I'm interested in. Stomach noise. Uh, Can we edit at that out? You've like... got a Night of the Living Dead shirt on. <laughs> it was like your shirt just spoke to me for a moment there. <laughs>